N.W. Davis here with Pavi. You're listening to the Spark Report. What's going on, man? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm feeling pretty good. First round is over. First round is over. We're looking at the second round. Yeah, looking at the second round. Did they get the team you wanted? Was this the matchup you asked for? Yeah. I mean, how how do you feel after seeing them play that first round game though? Seattle Storm. Still feel the same? The Lynx had one backcourt point, one starting backcourt point. That is the most unacceptable thing I've ever heard of in the history of basketball. Mm -hmm. Hey, yo, back, like, and, and in in no level of basketball should your starting backcourt get outscored forty four to one. They didn't have one what point did you from do? the field. What did you do? You, no field goals. You went out there and did cardio. Yeah, it was pretty bad. You like so like yes, they won the game. Shout out to Storm, like again. But again, with all that said, it was still close. It was but like if they didn't turn the ball over. Well, I think it was like they had like six straight turnovers in like the last five minutes of the game or something like that. Who the storm? No, the links. Okay, yeah, they ended up with eighteen. Yeah, like if you if you actually take care of the ball yeah. and and I think run some better sets, you actually still might come away with that victory. But I will say you have to give credit to the storm no, because of the offensive pressure they put on yeah, them, yeah. which is going to translate to or the offensive pressure they put on them, which translated to the Lynx defense, which then translates yeah, to their yeah. offense. So it all goes hand in hand. When somebody's dropping forty eight on you. You're going to press. I think they did a good job of, like, uh, picking out matchups. Like, they singled out Lexi Brown every time. Mm. Every time somebody saw Lexi Brown, they was like, yeah, food. Literally, like, go back and watch the game. Every time somebody mm. saw Lexi Brown, shout out Lexi Brown. Yeah. God bless her. But every time somebody saw Lexi Brown, they was like, food, let's go. Yeah. And Jordan Canada decided that she was going to be the best player. Yeah, she was. Over the defensive yeah. player of the year. She has a great – um. She she uses the glass really really uh well. She does, and she, honestly, she's not much of a shooter. Cause I was yeah, going she, back yeah, she through, can't really shoot. she shoots about eighteen percent from three. Yeah, I think thirty eight percent from the field. Yeah. So it's like you know she's gonna drive. Right. But the one thing that she did do, she took a couple shots earlier in the game. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't take threes, but she would like you know they they would play off of her, and she would step in and still like take that jump shot to at least. Make the defense think, right. oh, she might shoot. Give the appearance that yeah, I'm going to shoot yeah, from outside. that she might shoot, which makes, again, makes it easier right. for you to get to the basket. Uh, Jewel, Jewel Lloyd, Lloyd was getting buckets. She was. She was. She was. She threes was, were yeah, going I think down. she hit three straight threes to start a game or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Sammy had two. So, I mean, they shot one of the, well. One of seven the, of 17. One of the threes she hit in the fourth was crazy. I think, like, somebody, like, she came around the screen. Sammy? Yeah, Sammy. She came around the screen and, like, it was probably, honestly, it could have, they could have called a foul. Mm-hmm. And she still cashed out. I was like, that was crazy. Crazy mm-hmm. shot. But again, like your starting backcourt get outscored 44 to 1 is the most unacceptable thing I've ever heard of in the history of basketball. Right. But I think the storm basically tipped their hand. They showed, like, this is what we're going to be. We're going to be a backcourt team with Natasha Howard, and we're going to play our starters. And we're going to see what we can do. Because they didn't go too deep into the bench. Yeah, they played, you know, Mosqueda Lewis, and they played. Crystal Langhorn and that was Sammy Wickham, but that's just to give people breaks. No, that was by necessity because Natasha Howard almost fouled out. Okay, yeah, that was more so by necessity. I guarantee you, she didn't because she 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 finished the game with how many fouls? Four. She played how many minutes? Twenty-seven. Exactly. I guarantee you, if she was actually out of foul trouble, she okay. probably would have ended up playing. So that's less minutes for Langhorn. About like 34, 35. Okay. If she was actually like I like I guarantee you on like Sunday, she's probably gonna end up playing like thirty. 34, 35 oh, minutes. I wouldn't be surprised. She, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they had three people play over 33 minutes because it's it's literally single elimination, yeah, single elimination, do or die. It's your second one in four days. You want to win this game. Those are, right now, those are your three best players. 
Yeah. Canada, Lloyd, Howard, you still got Clark as well. Russell has the size that nobody on the Sparks can match except Kalani Brown. And it's like, how much time is Kalani Brown really going to get in their first playoff game? So, I mean, they, they have the makings of a nice, like, six. Oh, yeah. Maybe no, I mean, six and a half. But that's not enough depth for Mr. They're Sparks. Not, they're not really like they're they're a six seed, but because they won a championship and mm-hmm. they 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 like they're still the defending champions. Yes. So they're just not gonna go. It's like they're just like you're not just gonna come in and just like run them off the floor. Like they're gonna come in there, they're gonna compete, they're not gonna quit, they're not gonna give up because again, they still are the defending champions. You do have people when they're like superstars maybe out, but but you do still have people who contributed greatly to a championship team last year. Mm-hmm. So they know how to win. They're not just going to go. But, again, I think that it's just certain things in that game that I look at where it's like if, if this doesn't, for one, I think the backcourt defense for Minnesota was an issue. Again, like I said, every time somebody saw Lexi Brown, he's got took to the cup. I don't think there's any backcourt player for the Sparks that you look at and you're no. like, oh, I'm going to abuse her. No, there's nobody you can pick on. And if they want, they can do like last time, and they can have TRP on Canada. Yeah. And that disrupted her. Yeah. Because you're playing full court. It's not like you're just retreating and giving up three quarters of the court. Yeah. You're playing their full court. That's going to frustrate her. And what they really did well the last time when they won 102 to 68, and I don't expect them to win by 34 points, yeah, but what they did well was they slowed down the pace of the storm. They made the storm start their offensive set later in the clock. That and the fact of I still say I don't think they have many shot creators. So I still think that shot creators – shot creators where if you let them Jordan Canada created some shots yeah but again I think that was against bad defense like I think and she can't like she she, she's not the best shooter so it's like she's not like she gonna I'm talking about like shot creators where it's like you don't know how this person gonna get a bucket Joe Lloyd Yes. She's got that game. She does. I just haven't seen her do but it against... one person will not beat the Sparks. Exactly. That, and also, I just haven't seen her do it against the Sparks. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I saw her do it yeah. yesterday. But again, still, a lot of the shots she hit were off of, you know, getting out in transition or, like, creating great shots through the offense. I still think if you can make them... If, like, you can stop their initial action, whereas, in, like, you can make them pass to pass, pass what they wanted to pass it, if that made any sense. Yes. So, like... The initial play was to pass two times and get this shot. If you can make them pass past that, I think you have a great chance of like minus four or five seconds left on the shot. Five, clock and they don't have anybody that can. Up full court. Yeah, and they don't have nobody who can really like At within four end, or five seconds. You. Okay. Like Raquana, if you give her the ball five seconds left, she can manufacture something. Chelsea, she can manufacture mm-hmm. something. Candace can manufacture something. When I look at the storm, who can manufacture something against good defense? I still say Joel Lloyd, but that's just one player. Even still, that's just one player. I mean, I guess you could give it to Sammy and she could throw it up. That's fair. She could just throw she it up. She could throw it up, but... And that's basically how she shoots anyway. Yeah, but that... I think she shoots too fast, personally. I think I if mean, she, she does have a very, very quick I think she if does, she was like, settled just another tenth of a second, her percentage would go up even that much more. And I'm not going to argue with you. Just because when I saw her set the shot, it was like in every time. Yeah. But when it's just like catch her like that, I think she just rushes. I think she just rushes it. Yeah, like rushes it sometimes. Yeah, so I, I think in this game, you have Candace Parker basically as close as hundred percent as she's going to get this season. You have Neca, who was named 
all defense. Yeah, she was named all, all WNBA yeah, defensive all team first place. She finished second for defensive player of the year. You have TRP who will probably feel like she got snubbed, not making one of the top two. I She'll know you, feel like she got yeah. snubbed. So she has the right to feel like she got That's motivation snubbed. for she, her. She has the right to feel like she got snubbed. You got Chelsea Gray. I mean, they, the Sparks just have so much to throw at the storm that if they can rebound and run off that, as long as they don't turn the ball over. Because mm-hmm. they have players where now if you get them in transition, yeah. then you – Simple passes. Yeah, don't don't try to like do that, all that. That was what I talked to Coach Fisher about at the beginning of the week. Keep it simple. Yeah. Like we've seen these passes and we've seen those leads go from 13 to 6 because of a pass or two that goes out of bounds. And, yeah, they might be dead ball and all that stuff, but that's, that's still, still a turnover. But that's but that's still you not getting the shot up, right? Like I think with the minutes, like the issue with uh, that Minnesota had was I think in the, they barely I think they got two shots up in like seven minutes because they kept turning the ball over. <laughs> they weren't even getting shots up. Mm-hmm. Like you have to at least get a shot up. If no. you're not even shooting the ball, then you then like you basically playing defense for them. You are, you are, and I think that Shanae and Sydney's energy will almost be unmatched by the storm. Because watching the storm, I know they just played a game. They're going to travel. Then they're going to get settled. Then they're going to practice. Then they're going to have a game. That's going to be their succession. And the fact that, see, this is the thing about the Sparks. You probably haven't even realized this. So the Sparks have not been on the road. Sparks got back here September 1st. They've been chilling at home ever since. They played three home games the last week practice and now they're getting ready for the storm that's 15 days of being at home that could be a gift curse not sleeping in your own bed nah, it not can, having nah, to fly coach nah it can all of that stuff see it can it, it can like kind of be a they're practicing hard this week they are but you still can't simulate what it's like to go into a game no matter how hard you practice no, especially you can't. the same game you can't game. and candace parker talked about that it's going to be the first two minutes of the game you're going to be like oh man i'm tired but once you push through that because their lineup's not going to change. Once they push through those first two minutes, as long as it's not 10-2. to two. But which is exactly why I say it's, <laughs> it's, it's like imperative that they don't start off slow. Right. As far as do have a tendency of, in a lot of games of starting off slow. Now, usually, again, they have the ability to lock down, get into their defense, mm-hmm. and, you know, especially they, they usually end halves well, and then that's what helps them become, like you say, a great third-quarter team is that they usually end halves well. So if the lead was 10 with two minutes left, now it's four going in, going into the half. Two buckets, is tied. Another stop, we got the lead. Then the whole momentum of the game changes. So they have to start off the game strong. But I don't think like I don't think the travel will be as much of an issue as people would think it would be. Reason being is just because like Seattle to LA isn't that far. It's still it's in not, the same. I looked time it up. Zone. It's three hours. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not like you traveling from now. If it was like Chicago to LA, that's a distance. Or like Washington to. But LA, you know that's how traveling at the airport is with bags, though. You just don't show up and get on the plane. Yeah, it's but a whole process. You got to meet up. You got to get to the airport. You got to lug your bags around. You got to get the bags from baggage claim. You got to go from LAX. You got to sit in that LAX traffic that's yeah, going to annoy you. Then you got to go downtown. Yeah, but it's then not gotta, like... It's just so many steps. Yes. That's the whole day. Yes, but... All but, they're doing on Thursday is traveling. Yes, but it's not like you got to play a game after traveling the whole day. No, you don't. You got Friday to rest. 
Mm-hmm. And then you, well, no, we got Friday to at least, well, you get to, so let's say you travel on Thursday, right? Let's say they, I'm, I assume say they take. Say you do some video on Friday. Okay, like, let's say I would, like, assume they would get, they would probably take a 10 a.m. flight, right? So you went to sleep last night. So wait, mm-hmm. you, what, or maybe you travel today or something. Travel on Thursday. Travel, okay, so you travel on Thursday. So they probably, they probably got here now. Right. Right, so that means you probably be in your hotel 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Take a nap or something like that, go out, get you some dinner. Wake up in the morning, Friday, go to shoot around, shoot around. We got the email, end at like three. Mm-hmm. After that, maybe do some film work, you rest, you chill, like you're good. And also, I think that the fact that they're still in game mode, I think helps. Like they're still in game mode. The Sparks been chilling for a week. So I don't think that travel will I be. I think they're in game mode, though. They're in game mode, but it's like. You know what the Sparks did on Wednesday night? What they do? They all met together, they had a watch party, and they. Had a good feeling they were going to play the team from the 6 7 game. Right. They met and only watched the 6 7 game. They didn't watch collectively the Mercury Sky game. Right. They watched that game together, all 12 players, all of the coaches, and they had another bonding experience. Oh, no, again, I think they'll be ready. But again, I, I'm So just, they've already started thinking about how do we go against playoff storm? I'm just putting it out there that I don't think the travel in this scenario would be as big of an issue as it would be. In different scenarios. And I don't think that the storm playing four days ago puts them at any disadvantage. Because I think you are. Just like the regular season. Yeah, that and the fact you know the intensity that you need to play with. But you know what puts them at a disadvantage? What? The fact that the Sparks have not lost at home since the end of June. Yeah, that put not not that. 14 straight home wins. Now that's the push. 15. Now that puts you at a disadvantage. Last two times they played. So in the season series, it was 2-1. The Storm won at home. Mm-hmm. The Sparks won yeah, the last yeah, two last at home. Two. Where's this game? Is at home for the Sparks. I mean, everything is lining up for the Sparks because you have home court. You haven't had to travel in yeah, two see, weeks. That's why you got to be careful. You've been sleeping at home. Yeah, but all that, all like all of that. Yeah, is in one is in one game. One game. Why you got to be careful? Everything you just said. Yes, but even if the Storm start off hot. How do they sustain it for 40 minutes? I mean, I feel like over 40 minutes, the talent level on the Sparks and the depth from the Sparks will wear the storm down. Will wear them out. There's, a, there's, on... a, there's a discrepancy no, between no. these two teams. Oh, oh, no. There's a reason why the Sparks won 22 games, and there's a reason why the Storm only won oh, 18. No. Just like, if you look at this on paper, the Sparks, the Sparks have, talent-wise, the most talented team in the league, I think. Talent-wise. I think talent-wise, the Sparks had the best defensive team in the league. They don't – the Washington has the best offensive team in the league, but I think the Sparks are we are right behind them. I don't care what the offensive rating was during the season because half the team wasn't there. Yeah. So I don't care what the offensive rating was during the season. The fact they even was third in defensive rating is impressive to me because mm-hmm. you did half of that with half of – sometimes your best defenders not even on the court. Right. Sometimes. Some of them at least. So I think talent-wise, obviously the Sparks are – way more talented than what the Storm are. I just think the Storm, being a defending champions, they know they're at a disadvantage. They have nothing to lose. Nobody expects them to win this basketball game. That's true. You Like, Brianna Stewart, MVP on the sidelines. Sue Bird, legend Hall of Fame on the sidelines. Right. So nobody really expects you to win this basketball game. You're not traveling far. For everything you just said, Sparks were sleeping in their own bed for two weeks. Sometimes I think it's good to be uncomfortable. They've been sleeping in a... In a not in a, WNBA travel uncomfortable. 
Yes, but again, I don't, it's totally different. I feel you. I just don't think in this scenario, in this scenario, the travel is that. You and I, we got enough points. We can sit in first class. Yes, they can't even do that. Yes, but again, I don't think in this scenario because the flight is not that long, and it's still saying you're not changing time zones. It's not that strenuous to travel in this situation. I think it's like going from LA to Vegas or like from LA to Portland. L.A. to Portland, not L.A. to Vegas. I mean, L.A. to Vegas is like an hour. That's a pearl jumper. Yeah, but it's not that. Like, it's not that. It's still on the West Coast. You're not leaving the West Coast. That's true. Now, it's a different part of the West Coast, but you're not leaving the West Coast. That's true. Do you think that it helps the storm that they just played them a week ago? I think so. I don't. I mean, but because they didn't, they don't have anything to show for that game. You lose by 34, you don't have anything to show for it, other than the fact to say like. Well, we won't lose by 34 next time. I just think that it's like, if, if you them, you like, okay, you can kind of dissect that game because you did get a look at them with everybody playing. Yes. So, you, so you've so you told, if you look at that game, you feel like, because we even asked, we, we was like, yo, do you think that's the most complete? But that still wasn't uh, a full version of NECA, though. Which is like? Because remember, that was her first game back from load management. Yeah. And they still beat them by 34. Yes. They got 17 minutes of NECA. 17 minutes of one of the best defenders in the league. Yeah. 17 minutes of all WNBA first team, just regular offense, defense, all of it. I agree, but I think a lot of reason why... You and got, they lost by 34. Yes, but I think a lot of reason why you got 17 minutes of it was they played collectively probably the best game they put together as a team. They did. They all played season. all four quarters. So it's, like, so it's like when you look at it, you look like, okay, they probably played the best game they played all year in the regular season, at least against us. So I think the storm. So oh, they so didn't I make think, threes though. It was three of seventeen from threes, and who, still won by yeah, thirty four. They sparks. were. They were. So that's still not their best. They that's were. their best game, but it's still not the sparks at their best. You got a point. Because the sparks should at least be shooting thirty five percent. That's another three. Yeah. Another three threes. That's another nine points. So I mean, you're looking at like one ten. But you're doing they shot right. ten for thirty one. Who? The storm. Yeah, they did. But they shot 31 threes. I mean, they give yeah, them but, a couple more. Give them a couple more. Two more. But then they shot 34% from the field. Like, they didn't shoot well That's either. defense, though. I That's what that. good defense does. I, 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 look, look. There's I get, a reason why we keep seeing these teams shooting in the 30s. Look. The Dream, the Storm, probably the Lynx. There's a reason why these teams are not shooting well. It's not because they're not making shots. Is because they're uncomfortable. I mean, they're, li- they're literally getting twenty-four second shot clock violations every single game now. I agree. You do not see that in the NBA. You probably go, you could probably go a month. A team can probably go a month without forcing a twenty-four second shot clock violation. Yeah, but that's because you got like the shot creators in the NBA. Like for the like for the most part, everybody in the NBA. When's the last time you saw the Sparks get a twenty-four second shot clock violation? Because they got the best shot creators in the league. That's what I'm that's that's what I'm saying. Like they look, they should win the game. I'm with you. I think the Sparks should win the game. I, I, that's why I said I, I think the Storm are the easier matchup because I don't think they have shot creators. Okay. So like like I said, like I've watched the Storm. I remember they played. I think it was. Vegas, I remember them playing like Washington. Like when they was getting up and down the court, couldn't stop them. But then when you got them in the half court, slowed the game down and made them make a pass, pass like the actual play that, that they wanted to run. And it was like eight seconds left on the shot, seven mm-hmm. seconds left on the shot clock. Yeah. They couldn't manufacture anything. Yeah, because there's a possibility that that ball may end up in Mercedes Russell's hands. The ball may end up in 
Kalina Mosqueda Lewis if she's on the court and yeah she can shoot but she can't put it on the floor and manufacture right. I'm talking about like I'm talking about like make something out of nothing right I got you like I'm gonna throw the ball to her we gonna move out the way and we gonna let you figure it out they don't have much of that so that's why the Sparks can like do because a lot of teams in the league don't have much of that mm-hmm. so that's why they can get those shot clock violations because they're the Sparks are very good at again like you say pressing you up court so now you didn't got up court with maybe 16 seconds left Sometimes less than that by so, the time you get to... 14 seconds. Yeah. So now you get into your offense with like 13 on the clock, right? So by the time... First of all, it usually takes 10 seconds to run a play anyway. Right. So if it takes 10 seconds to run a play and you didn't eliminate it like the option that they wanted to go to, now at the very best, you putting them at five seconds left on the shot clock with somebody with the ball who usually not even supposed to have the ball because the person you wanted to get the ball had to pass it because you, you stopped that action. Mm-hmm. So if you can't create something out of nothing... Violation, right? So again, I'm with you. I think the spark should. I, I, that's which is why I said I, I I think the storm would be the best matchup for them. I'm just saying some of the things that we would think would be advantages. I don't necessarily know if they're disadvantages for the storm. Okay, okay. Well, let's move on to some non basketball, but basketball related oh, things. No, it's basketball related. Yeah. Well, non game related, but. League related, yeah. So I guess you took issue like a lot of people did on Twitter about some of the misinformation that was There's put a lot out of there. Misinformation that. Talking about you know this team will go play that team and this person has this injury and things like that. Yeah, um, you didn't feel like that was a good look for the league. No, I didn't feel like it was a good look for the league because it's like those are simple basic things. And if like you're a professional organization and you want to be looked at as the best women's basketball league in the world. Certain stuff like that just got to be cleaned up. Like, for instance, Brianna Stewart, right? Mm-hmm. She told her ACL back in whatever month before the season, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we know that it's been put put out that she you you even seen her Wait, rehabbing she tore what? her Achilles, yeah, Achilles, yeah. You even seen her rehabbing Achilles injury. Like, I remember Kobe was like like when she showed her doing a rehab. Kobe mm-hmm. even responded to the video like, "Yes, yeah, Stu." Like, but they on the broadcast they saying she tore her ACL. They wants to KD her. But it's like that's misinformation with one of your biggest stars. Mm-hmm. Like that's publicized misinformation. Like right. it's a fact she tore her Achilles. The KD thing, it was not a fact that he hurt his Achilles. We don't know. We don't know. This is a fact she tore her Achilles. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. She's had Achilles surgery. It's a fact. This is six months later. Why are you putting up there that this lady tore her ACL? Because it sounds like Achilles. But that's ACL, Achilles. <coughs> that's misinformation, though. Like okay. I just like I, like as a, I just don't like that. Even yeah. still, like I remember doing a broadcast of the um, Phoenix um, Sky, game. Sky game, right? Yeah. I think they was like, well, some one of one of one announcers right. Well, if Phoenix wins this game, they move on to the desert. And I was like, I don't think LA is in the desert. I was like, well, I don't think, I don't think no, she means. Right. I don't think she means Los Angeles. We're in the valley. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think she, I've never heard anybody say the desert when talking about LA. They're right. talking about Vegas. Yeah. But you know what? They might have said that because I saw the way they had the graphic, the brackets were set, and naturally you think, oh, well, if you beat this team, you go to the next one. But in the WNBA, every round it resets. That's unacceptable, though. So you got to know these that's things. That's like that's like that's the, like we. This is this is a playoff game. This is not a regular season game mm-hmm. with five with with you know five games. But their playoffs is unlike any other playoffs I don't in care professional basketball. What it's like, I don't care. This is misinformation that should not be. Even they was um, talking about lavender, right? Uh, the broadcast said lavender broke her foot. When they put on the screen, they said she's out with an ankle injury. So which one is it? 
that's just ankle is part of your foot. <laughs> just being that's funny. just like, but that, but but that, but 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 that's just misinformation. Is, that if you, is. that 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 is inexcusable. If you want the league to grow and you want to put forth the best women's basketball league in the world, certain things that's not acceptable. Even like the post game stuff, right? When it was shot with like an iPhone, I could tell it was shot with an iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's cool for me and you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't have the resources that the best women's basketball right. league in the world should have. You can get you an intern to, to shoot it on an actual 4K camera and get you somebody to put an overlay on it and put it up. DSLR, right. Within 15 minutes. It's not hard. Trust me, I put overlays on, on like our videos. It ain't hard. Because I see the teams. The teams use professional grade. So the Sparks. Shout out to the Sparks they media use, people and their I team. I see them in there. Yeah. Cameras, like they good slow motion yeah, graphics. Right. They Got, may mix in some phone stuff just because, you know, yeah. just because. But when they really want to put in work and they really want to do something professional, it's... Everything has a graphic. So why is stuff tweeted out from the actual WNBA account? The actual WNBA page, that team stuff, and people who just make stuff look better than Well, That, to me, is inexcusable. That was one of the things I got a chance to speak with the new commissioner about, Kathy Engelbert. And we had that private conversation before a game last week at Staples. And, you know, we got to ask her different questions. And I asked her about accountability and also asked her about, you know, digital media. And she considers digital media, which that was, a part of the overall engagement. And her idea is to improve engagement. You have to, you know, hold people accountable. You have to really focus on that. So I will give her some slack being that she's brand new. She hasn't. She just got finished going to visit every 12, every franchise in the league. She just finished that before the playoffs. She just got her name on the ball, the stamp. So, I mean, I think at this point, hopefully they all saw that. Hopefully they all realized their mistakes and they're able to correct them and really pay a lot more attention to the detail Mm -hmm. for a second round. Like, I'm sure it's not her fault. But next season? Oh, it's totally different. Like, Like, look. I'm sure it's not her fault. No. I'm sure she's going to do great things. I'm sure she's going to do a great job. The thing that's, like, making me mad is, why is this an issue in the first place? Why do you, like, it's like, look, like, that's your biggest star. She won MVP last season. I can see it. There's somebody at the end of the bench that we ain't never heard of. Why are you saying the wrong injury? Doing a playoff game, and they've done it multiple times this year. But that's not. But is that on the league, or is that on the broadcasters? That's on everybody. How is that on the league? The league got to make sure that, I, like... That they know the right information? Yeah, something. I don't just know everybody. I it's, mean, if I don't know something, I just look it up. But does the league not have nothing to do with the broadcast? <laughs> they do. You hired the people? I mean, not really. No, they sold the rights to them. Okay, they but, didn't hire them. Okay, but... Look, because got, now, some okay, of those games during okay. the season, when there's the, the WNBA games and they use the logo, mm-hmm. that's a WNBA okay. game. That's their broadcast. They're in charge of that. And they partner with them, but... The but, playoffs? That's, look, that's on look, Espen. If it reflects too. on you, it's on you. That's true. Like, if I'm dating a woman and she does something and it embarrasses me, like, yeah, she did that, but that also reflects on me. That's true. Because that's the person I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Like, if she go out here and get locked up, people looking at me, too. Yeah. This broadcast is the WNBA's child. So, so you have to make sure that. If your kid go to it's school right. and start and, 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 and like start throwing stuff all over the school, people gonna be looking at you like what what's going on at home? Right. Now you didn't make that kid go start yeah. throwing stuff all over the school, now, but they're gonna be wondering what there was another one maybe you missed at halftime. So it was during the Sky 
and Mercury game. Uh huh. But it said that the Sparks and the Lynx was playing. <laughs> like that's just simple stuff. Yeah. Just doing the playoffs, like like this, like this. If if especially if it's all because all the games televised, right? Because on TV. Mm-hmm. So this is supposed to be like September is your month. September, early October is your month. Right. During the time these games come on, football not playing for the most part. It's nothing else on during most of the, especially during the week. Not like the Sunday games. Obviously, a lot of people gonna watch football things like that. But that Wednesday, that night, mm-hmm. is your night. First night of the playoffs. This is your night. So the spotlight on you ain't really. I don't think it was really too much else on TV, sport related. Well, then I think this would be a charge for the WNBA to continue to take more ownership over it. Just don't say because, oh, I have this network covering this for me, that it's okay. You know, you do the the look over the shoulder, the quality control and things like that, and you really partner with them and make sure that, you know, you're talking to them about, you know, what are the storylines of, of this game and, and what are the things that should resonate with people? What are the things that we've seen be successful on digital media? But I also think that, you know, sometimes people, they just get caught up in saying like, oh, I have this banner. I got to be in front of this banner. I got to have this this backdrop. We got to do it in front of this. And they don't think about the totality of the the quality that you'll have. I mean. Because like I'm a stickler for lighting. Like, yeah. Because if you, if I stand, if I stand you where you, you're in front of a window. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be blown yeah, out. Blown so out, I'm gonna turn you around in that way. So I'm gonna go quality first over the background and the content and things like that. But even still, like with the quality, that it like for instance, I'm telling it. I'm, you, Maybe they should just ask the teams to do it. Ask but, the teams to continue to do it because I feel like the team's quality is good. But look, you shot it in Seattle. You can't tell me wasn't it? Isn't it on like the campus of Washington that they shoot the, that, that that they like play the games on? I think so. So you try and tell me, it's like you can't get you an intern, like a a, a uh, some college kid that would do. I promise you, they would do it free. Yeah. They would and probably got their own light. I would. All you need is one light. They ain't like you need. You need one light. Right. You could light the thing up with one light. Mm-hmm. Shoot it on the camera. Put an overlay on it. Have it back to the league. Fifteen minutes, max. I mean, they probably didn't even have to send it to the league. They probably had access to the league account. Put it up. Yeah. 10, 15 minutes max, like a regular post-game interview. 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. max, put it up. If that's the case, another option for them is to trust your teams. Just retweet what your teams are doing. Your teams are doing interviews. Or that. You don't. It doesn't have to say WNBA on it because how often does the NBA actually interview people? Just like the NBA by itself. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you see too much stuff. It's like an NBA, right? We see a lot of WNBA Mm -hmm. content by itself. Now look, allow these teams to just just go with what the teams are doing because the teams are doing nice things. Now look, there there was some cool things I did. Like I, I like when they like you know in the NBA they'll pull the coaches after like a quarter. I like when they pull the players. I think that's dope to hear Mm -hmm. them in game talking about it like that again. There were some things I like. I don't want to make it like everything. You know, like, I didn't like the entire broadcast because, again, there were some things I liked. But it's just the simple, small things. Like, I don't understand how the MVP of the league, well, still still reigning because Deladon ain't won it yet. Right. She has not been yet. named, so she is still the MVP. Yeah, they probably wait until she has her playoff, playoff game. game. So she is still the MVP of the WNBA at this very moment. Yes. She has an injury mm-hmm. that she suffered in June. 
Mm-hmm. Probably earlier than that because she was she, April. And it was on ESPN, I remember. Achilles. Why does it say torn ACL? And why do you keep saying torn ACL on the broadcast? Maybe some people don't realize the difference between an ACL and an Achilles. If you don't realize the difference between ACL and Achilles, go back to biology. <laughs> I want you to go back to your high school. We need to check out your high school because they ain't teach you what they need to teach you. And, and it's honestly, it's not even about recognizing the difference. It's just about making sure you have the right information. Quality control. It's yeah. quality control. Just man. make sure you have the right information. Double That's check. all. Triple check. That's not that hard. Go to the Storm's injury report. We well, get she's not see, on the injury report because she was yeah, on the disabled, yeah, yeah, list, yeah, disabled list. But we can talk about that. I mean, you could just say she's a WNBA ambassador right now. It's so it, it's she's it's, rehabbing. It's no reason for that. And then even like I said, they were talking about Lavender. It's like oh, Lavender broke her foot, but then on the broadcast they she out with an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? You just told me she broke her foot. Now I say ankle. That just doesn't look professional to me. Which one was it? What you mean? Which injury did she have? I, I don't even know. <laughs> I actually about, don't know. Now I'm confused. I don't know. She had foot surgery. It said ankle. Okay. I promise you, if you go back and watch the broadcast, when they when they put it up, it said ankle. Well, maybe that's because she had that boot on. But come on. <laughs> you can't get in contact with somebody to see what the injury is. If you're going to talk is about on, it. She is on the injury report. And it probably says because, foot. Because she technically had a chance that, or still has a chance that if they technically made the finals, she could. She was like eligible to come back for like game four or five. At that point. Maybe, yeah, but like, it doesn't matter but, at that point. But, 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 but yes, yeah. but technically, she was still... She still technically has the ability to come back before the end of the season. I like, see, like stuff like that. You was like, well, which one is it? I don't know. If I'm actually trying to follow the league, right, and I'm trying to trust you for it, and you giving me misinformation, you yeah. not even giving me the right information that makes it that makes it easy for me as a fan to follow. Mm-hmm. Now I got to go do extra work and try to find out what the injury is because yeah. I don't know which one it is. But I, I just think that's a conversation that the league has with the broadcaster. You know, more so than just a league having the conversation with themselves. Now, obviously, they need to have a conversation with themselves about the social media aspect of it because there is a benefit to social media being raw and social media just kind of looking like you and I shot it. But when it's coming from brand, yeah, it's, it's just, another it's, level. Gotta be. It gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. Yeah. Even when I shoot my recap videos, I try to find a quiet space. Nah, you nah. It looks like you you find a quiet space. You mount the camera. Mm-hmm. You make sure the lighting is good. Mm-hmm. Like you do a good job of shooting the re- you, you like on the it. It like looks like a ESPN reporter went to the court mm-hmm. and filmed it. Like that's, I, I told that's my you. Goal. Yeah, I, I told I you. Like that. I told you. Like yo, I, I like I like appreciate the way you cover the games. I like appreciate it, but it looks professional, and you doing the best you can with mm-hmm. with. With what you have, exactly. So there's no, so like there's no issue with you using the phone. For one, it looks great, and again, you're doing the best you can with with, with what you have. But you ain't the league. We talking about the actual league. I do have a gimbal too. A gimbal. Ah, uh, yeah, the, the thing. Yeah, but stabilizer yeah, and things yeah. like that. But again, so. we talking about the actual league account. Yeah. There's no reason the league account shouldn't look better than something we could put up. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out, hey league, come holler at us. You want us Come to do some stuff for you? I'll gladly. I'll gladly. Put, put us in the new CBA. <laughs> put us in the new CBA. We'll do, we'll do a podcast for you. We'll do some videos for you. We'll travel around for you. Gladly. Do all that. Gladly. Hit us up, Lee. So, yeah. But, I mean, look, the rest of the playoffs should be 
Um, dope. Get well soon, Brittany Griner. Yeah. She probably hyperextended her knee. I don't think she did anything. She probably hyperextended it. Yeah, because she would not have tried to come back yeah, in if it, was see, if it was any yeah. damage. Yeah, she yeah. So she probably hyper- which which hurts. I'm sure. People who hypersend their knees usually walk off and you think that they like destroyed themselves. Right. Every time. But she probably hypersend her knee. Sure she'll be back one hundred percent soon. But uh, it was unfortunate the way that their season turned out. Actually if they would have if she if they would have just left on the bench, they probably would have had a better chance of winning that game. Yeah. This is a question for you. Maybe we can end on this and it's not Sparks related. I saw somebody say they were saying, Oh, I hope this is not the last time we see Brittany Griner. Diana Tarazi or Simone Augustus in the WNBA? Do you think there's a chance that any of them walk away? I mean, Diana's, how old is Diana now? 37 or 38. I mean, it's about time. Simone is about time too. Griner, I mean, it would be unfortunate if she did, but like. Because she's not playing for the money. Here's my thing with this, right? I think that it's time for a new generation of like WNBA stars. I think it's time for that. And one, younger stars who are more accustomed to social media mm-hmm. and grew up in this era and care about also being stars off the court. Because I think that that's what's going to help the league as well. Like, you need players. Like, like one of our favorite, Liz Cambage. Liz Cambage right now is, do you think, okay, do you think she's a top five player in the WNBA this season? No. But if you ask anybody, I guarantee you they would think she is. Yeah. You can't tell. She's right. actually the face of the league right now. You know that, right? She's the face of the league. Yeah. She's the face of the league. Yeah, she's most she's, visible. She's probably the most... She's rec- the most engaging. She's the most recognizable face in yeah. the WNBA this season, and she's not a top five player. And she's international, so she brings a whole continent. But she cares about... she One, she knows she's attractive. She's not scared to show you she's, you know, um, 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 looks how she looks. And she cares about her brand outside of basketball. And obviously she can hoop, she can ball. Mm-hmm. But she cares about her brand outside of basketball. Like, we need more stars like that who also care about their brand outside of basketball. So, I mean, if it was the last of them, I mean, as a basketball fan, I never got to see Diana Taurasi play in person. That sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, for somebody who's known about, grew up got, on I Diana. I got to give her a head nod when she was shooting around. You did? That was it. <laughs> but again, I never <laughs> I got saw to her shoot around. But again, like I never like yeah. I didn't get to see Kobe play. I, I don't think I don't think it's the end of Diana. I don't think it's the end of Brittany Griner. I know Simone Augustus wanted to play one more year, but she looked she looked tired and she looked hurt. Yeah. When I saw her play these last two games, yeah, the Lynx looked, here, yeah. she didn't look like she should have been out there. Yeah. She looked like she was just trying to play because she cares that much. <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, look, it would suck, you know, but. I think that the one thing about, you know, every league is you got to go into a new era. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this going to be 2020 next year. Next yeah. year going to be the 2020 season. 2020, you'll have the Olympics, so you'll have people paying attention to them when they're in Tokyo. So it's, Then they'll come back, and you'll have heightened awareness for the WNBA, and then maybe that's the turning point. So Because so, you'll probably have different salaries and things like that going forward. So it's like, who are going to be these new stars that's going to take the league into the next generation? Again, the league is only, it's not even 30 years old yet. Not even. If you look at the NBA, what the NBA started in like 1950s, something like that, night late. 40s. 1940s. Mm-hmm. Okay, 23 years in, that puts us, is Bill Russell even out the league yet? When? 23, 23 years? 23 years of the NBA's it, existence. Out the league? No, not out. So Bill Russell's still in the league. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure people thought, oh my God, Bill Russell retires. What are we going to do? Jerry West retires. What are we going to do? Okay, you get some new stars that mm-hmm. continue to progress the league and take the lead to a new level. So, I mean, look, if, if it is the last time we see them, it would suck. 
You know, I, like again, they're all great players, Hall of Fame players. It would suck, but if it is, we gotta get some new stars to come in and take the league and pick up where they left off. If they can ever figure out a way to get some of these stars, and they figured it out with this Olympic program, and hopefully that's something they can continue every four years. But if they can ever figure out a way to get some of these stars to not have to go overseas, then they'll really be doing something. Yeah, because then you'll see the quality. Like, again, I already think it's good basketball, but you would even see it improve even more because, like Fish said, like the thing about the NBA is, let's say you lose in the play, like you don't even make the playoffs. You've been out, you've been what, chilling for six months? Mm-hmm. So you got six months to go get better. As long as you're not right. rehabbing, you got six months to work on your game and but, go get better. But then you also have a lot of these, because you only have 144-ish players in the league, okay, yeah. give or take. 12 players on each team. Some of these top players have the ability to, like Candace Parker and Shanae, Work broadcasting. Mm. Lena Beard works in venture capitalism. NECA obviously has the ability to do dang near anything she wants to do <laughs> outside of basketball. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of these players that have, you know, they're entrepreneurs, they're broadcasters, yeah. they may go back to school and study something. So it gives you more visibility. Yeah. And if they could just, if yeah. you could just get a little bit more well, out of yeah. the WNBA, then they can improve their game and then they can improve their personhood and their livelihood they can as also well. improve their brands i think a lot about is i think a lot of improving your brands having the money to be able to improve your brand mm-hmm. like let's say you want to start a quality youtube channel i mean you need a little bit of money to start a quality youtube channel that's true you need to get you a cameraman get you somebody who can edit something so you know if you can f- figure out where to pay them some more money maybe they could even get better brands because they have the money to uh progress their brand mm-hmm. so yeah all right but so we got the Sparks storm on Sunday. Sparks win. Sparks win. Sparks going for their fifteenth straight win, which is crazy. Sparks, Fifteen straight wins at home is crazy over a season like this. Sparks win, but they better come out with. with oh yeah. They they better they better come out and the lead better be they better be winning by the end of the first. Yeah, they win this game in the first quarter. I agree. First six minutes is gonna tell me a lot. Mm-hmm. They win this game in the first quarter, but. All right, y'all, we'll be with y'all probably a little bit after Sunday. We'll see what they do, and we'll see where the Sparks are Indeed. in this season. We'll see if they can make it to the semifinals and head to Connecticut and play those Sun. All right, y'all. All right. Peace.